From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 202 for the week of October 3rd, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel Hub. You can plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Mary Jo Malata Willie, Michael Bowling, Tony Spatel, and our special guest, Amanda Prue. In this segment, Amanda tells us about a recent limited time magic guided tour she went on. Welcome, Amanda. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm awesome. Cause I'm <laughs> talking about Disney <laughs> with my friends. Um, <laughs> so you, you saw this guided tour, limited time magic thing offered up on the parks blog. And you took advantage of that sucker, didn't you? Oh yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, what, what, how was how was it advertised? I mean, what what did they say this was going to be all about? Um, it was just a um, they just posted a link about it on um, their parks blog, and it said to um, sign up. It didn't. Um, it said that it would be about the World's Fair, and that it was a guided tour with the. A Disneyland ambassador. Okay. Um, there was another one earlier in August, I believe, and that was for the windows on Main Street. I also signed up for that one, but I wasn't chosen. Oh, okay. So fortunately, it was for this one. So it was it was a couple weeks ago. What? How how did how did it go? I mean, what what logistically? How did it work? I mean, you just showed up and they. Yes. So, um, the, once you signed up, um, later on that day, they emailed back and said that, um, I was given, um, a specific day and okay. time, um, and it was 25 people per day. Okay, cool. So, um, when we got there, um, you had to be at the park and, um, show up by 9.30 and, um, you, they gave you a free one day, one park pass, but I'm an annual pass holder. Right. But for other people, that was really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so we were greeted by a Disney ambassador okay. named Sashi. Yep, Sashi. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, um, given a radio and an earpiece so she could talk nice. to us and she followed her. Nice. That's all that yeah. makes it better. Good. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, the cast members that greeted us in front of, um, it was in front of, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln at the Opera House. Okay. And um, they handed us a copy of a map of the park as it was in the 1960s. Very nice. Yeah. The original is in the Disney archive, so it's um, an exact copy. So that was really cool. Because it's the World's Fair, so it was the map of the 60s. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, So Sachi explained a, a little bit about the program and how it started and um, how any cast member can... Um, can apply to be an ambassador and how it's a one year term. And that was neat because I hadn't, I knew about the ambassador program, but not a whole lot about it. Um, and then she explained about the 1964 World's Fair and its importance to Walt Disney, um, namely showing off the audio animatronics to potential investors. And, um, then we were taken to four attractions. Um, we started at the Opera House, so that was the first. And then Interventions, It's a Small World and the Train. Okay. And she explained how Disney partnered with the state of Illinois, General Electric, Pepsi Cola, and Ford to create these pavilions that are now part of Disney in one way or another. 
Um, so we started the tour in the Opera House with the great moments uh-huh. with Mr. Lincoln. And um, Sachi told us about how Walt had an interest in Abraham Lincoln since he was a child. Right. And you could see all of that in the picture of um, Walt and his brother um, inside the Opera House. And so we stood outside. We didn't actually go into the Opera House where um, the show is. So she, um, so he was, she explained how he was obsessed with Mr. Lincoln. And when the opportunity arose to create a pavilion to honor him at the World's Fair with Illinois, he jumped at the chance. Um, she did tell us a really interesting fact, um, when we came over to the Lincoln bust, um, that each election, a bust is created of each presidential candidate beforehand. So when the results are read, it's ready to be installed um, at Walt Disney World at the Hall of Presidents. I thought that was really interesting because I didn't know that. And then on the way out, she pointed out the original Tiki Room poster in the Opera House, which I also didn't know. So that was interesting to see and hear. Um, then we walked towards Interventions and... uh she told us that the Lincoln audio animatronic didn't work on opening day. So Walt himself had to tell guests that Mr. Lincoln wasn't feeling well as they came into the park. <laughs> so all of that was really interesting. Um, and then the next attraction we went to was interventions where we stood outside while Sachi told us about the general electric pavilion that is now the carousel of progress at Disney world and interventions at Disneyland. And General Elections wanted electric, sorry, wanted to show how electricity has changed through changed lives through the course of time using audio animatronics. And um, we, she also told us about the um, song that the Sherman Brothers created for this attraction, which is um, played at Disney World's Carousel of Progress. Um, our next destination was It's a Small World where we actually got to experience an attraction finally <laughs> and ride it. <laughs> so we waited all this time. It was only an hour tour, but um, it was towards the end that we finally got to experience part of it. Um, this, uh, the, this pavilion at the World's Fair was the Pepsi-Cola Pavilion, which was a tribute to UNICEF. And before we boarded, um, Sashi told us that the Sherman Brothers also created a song, especially for this attraction, obviously. But originally, it was too much like a lullaby, so um, the song had to be altered to be a little bit more upbeat. And I thought that was interesting, because I always think of It's a Small World as a pretty slow song as it is. Right, right. <laughs> um, another fact I didn't know was that on opening day, different nations sent bottles of water that were poured into the right. ride. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that, so it was really neat. It's funny, uh, you, you talk about the, the Small World song, and... Those of those of us that have seen Richard Sherman in concert, he's he's he always tells the story about how it was supposed to be a ballad, and then he'll sit down and play it as a ballad, and then go into. So the other day, my son, who obsesses about Disney more than I do, sometimes <laughs> was talking about he had seen a documentary about it, and that that you know, Dad, did you know that that a Small World was supposed to be a ballad to begin with? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and so so then I started singing it like. Richard Sherman does in, you know, in concert or, or in the video. He's like, how did you know that? <laughs> cause I switch, you know, cause he'll go through and sing it really slow and then at a certain point change the tempo into the normal tempo and he's like, dad, 
that's exactly how he did it. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I've seen it. <laughs> Sorry, that's... didn't mean to sidetrack you. <laughs> no, it's fine. That, that was really neat for me because I didn't know that either, and I've never seen um, Richard Sherman in concert. Um, oh, you yeah. should. I should. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then we went to the train stop by Fantasyland um, to board the train to view the diorama scenes um, oh, yeah. that were from the Ford Pavilion. Uh-huh. Um, the Ford Pavilion was uh, used their new Mustangs at the time to create a Skyway, which was eventually the People Mover. Um, so as we walked through there when we were going towards Intervention, she pointed it out, um, but... Obviously, it's no longer a part of Disneyland. Right. Um, so the uh, Skyway at the World's Fair um, moved people through historic scenes that included large audio animatronics. And um, Sashi actually told us a really interesting story. I don't know if you guys knew about the bullet hole that is um, in the the first window pane of um, the diorama scene. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Go ahead and tell um, it though. Um, so guests used to be able to bring guns in the park if they chose. And, um, the, all the animals in the first part, not the dinosaurs obviously, are taxidermied. And so one of the guests thought that the mountain lion was real and, um, pulled the gun out and tried to shoot it through the window. And since uh, they weren't able to fully replace all of the windows, um, they had to move that window pane down and just fill that hole. So it's the first um, window when you start going through that diorama scene. So that was... <laughs> so you can still see the bullet hole? Yeah, yeah. So we all got to see that. And um, I guess a similar thing happened at Haunted Mansion. Yeah. With the spider. Yeah, there's a spider web. Yeah, the spider in the ballroom scene. Um, so that was really neat. And then at the end of that, we got off the train at Main Street and went back to Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln and um, gave our earpieces and radios back, and that was the end. But through the – I mean, she told a lot of interesting stories, and it was – really neat to see the park in a different way and hear how um, the World's Fair impacted Disney because I go all the time and I never really think of Disneyland in that way. So it was really interesting and honestly one of the best limited time magic offerings that I've experienced this year. So what was was some of your favorite stories? What was one of your favorite stories that she told? Um... Well, the presidential election um, bus being made, that was one of my favorite. And the um, I, I'm a huge fan of the Haunted Mansion, so the Haunted Mansion, someone pulling a gun out and thinking, right. <laughs> trying to shoot a ghost, uh, those were my two favorites. And everything, um, everything else, just the cohesiveness of talking as if um, – Disney were in the 1960s was very eye-opening. Nice. What were you going to say, Mary Jo? It, it passed. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they give you any souvenirs? Only the copy of the map. That okay, was it. cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I heard the um, uh, Windows on Main Street tour that was before that they got some pretty cool stuff. But didn't, didn't the vice president of Disneyland do that tour? Yeah, okay. yes. Josh <laughs> Stormack did that tour. I'm like, <laughs> that would have been a good tour. Yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy. Um, what else do you want to tell us about it? Any, any Anything you... Um, really just that, uh, it, I, I didn't know a lot about the, um, ambassador program. Right. And, uh, so she was formerly a, uh, wilderness explorer. Yes, yes she was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she had, uh, you know, a good look of the parks and she's from this area. And there were also, I, I noticed everyone else on the tour was, a huge Disney fan as well. And so they weren't just, you know, this wasn't just their first time this year. Most of them had been within the last week also. <laughs> um, so it was interesting to, to have not only have this tour, but to have it with people who enjoy Disney. Like, like-minded people. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, and towards the end, everyone was being more chatty with each other and more open about yeah. how, Big of the Disney fans. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. We actually we actually did an interview with her, and I think Megan is the other is the other ambassador. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I think it's one of the first things we did this year. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So if you want to hear from her and and Megan, and a little, a little bit more about the ambassador program, you listeners can tune into that and and hear more. Yeah. Very cool. I'm glad you, I'm glad somebody, a Dizzer got into some of this limited time magic stuff. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, the fact that it was only 25 people per, per right. day. So for they, five they did it with four days, four or five days? Five days, five yeah. Days. Okay, still, 125 yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, they, um, it, I don't, I'm pretty positive that there weren't 25 people in our group. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was closer to 12 or 15. Wow. Um, so I tried to, my, my boyfriend came to the park with me and I tried to ask if he could participate if there were, was room, but they stuck to the rules. Uh-huh. <laughs> pretty well. oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other people had friends or family there with them also. So I guess it wouldn't have been fair to be an yeah. exception. <laughs> Yeah. That's very cool. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you sharing it with us. Thank you for having me. Um, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Plug. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs>